0: Before the Ranger Creed is recited by a formation of Rangers at a ceremony, you will always hear the narrator say, will all Rangers, past and present, please join as we recite the Ranger Creed. Every Ranger will stand, and as they say those six stanzas, they are transformed back to a time when they had the pleasure and the burden of this Brotherhood. That feeling is hard to describe, however, it's one that never leaves you. It's a connection that spans a globe and can be reignited when you hear the phrase, Hey, Ranger, what battalion were you from? Amongst this formation, there are Rangers that stand out. They are legends of this elite organization, and when their names are spoken, people instantly have a story, and for a moment, relive it. Legends of the 75th podcast wants to capture that feeling and those stories. We want to ensure that these legends' triumphs and sacrifices never fade away. So sit back with your favorite adult beverage and listen to the stories from the Legends of the 75th. Hey, welcome, everybody. Super excited for today's episode. You know, I like doing these on Sunday mornings because I get the opportunity just to kind of sit down with a nice, strong cup of coffee. We'll talk about that in a second. And, you know, just have amazing conversations with people. Uh, We're actually a little bit late in starting the recording because our guests today, we were sitting talking about politics, talking about Rangers, talking about the Ranger Creed, talking about society. Things that I'm very, very passionate about, and we often talk about on the Legend of the 75th podcast. And then all of a sudden, I was like, hey, we're not recording. We need to stop talking right now, and we need to hit the record button. So everybody, today, we have the honor and the privilege of sitting down with Lieutenant Colonel Retired J.C. Glick. So if you don't know who J.C. Glick is, he served over 20 years in the united states military most of it in special operations between awg and the 75th ranger regiment 11 combat deployments he served in 375 as a pl um, uh, 175 as a commander and then rhq doing multiple multiple staff jobs within that he is also the author of a light in the darkness leadership development for the unknown and meditations of an army ranger a warrior's philosophy for everybody he's considered a thought leader uh, who has brought many of his teaching and coaching to major corporation and also pro-athlete uh, athlete teams. His articles are featured in Forbes magazine, Harv, uh, Havoc Journal, to name a few. And then he's also the co-founder of Rangers Essential Coffee Company. And we'll talk about that kind of through the episode as we get going. So, sir, JC, it's an honor to have you on Legends today. How you doing?
1: Brother, thank you so much. It's uh, it, it, It's truly... As you were saying that, I was like getting a little. uh, I was just getting goose pimples because, you know, I've been I've been listening to your podcast. I listened to the to the folks, the Mike Halls and the and the Daryl Theses and the General Garretts and General Nixon's, and you know, to to be able to be on this uh, with you is is just it's it's truly an honor um, to 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 continue to be to feel part of the regiment. It's wonderful.
0: Yeah. Well well, I appreciate that. You know, you get the I guess you do get a different opportunity. You know, some people just get to listen and they get a reminisce, but you know, you get to be part of the magic, I suppose. Um, the magic is facilitated by me, but the magic really comes from the guest and the stories they share, in my opinion. I'm just kind of a vehicle, that's how I look at it. But I've actually been meaning to reach out to you for quite a while. Um you know, but I, I, you know, I see what you're doing and, you know, we're all human at the end of the day, you know, and I see all the things you're involved in and you're, how you're charging forward. And I know how busy I am and I'm like, ah, man, he's probably so busy. Like, you know, he's probably got so many things going on. Like, you know, so, you know, I've always kind of hesitated, but I'm glad I did. And I'm glad, you know, also I appreciate, you know, just kind of saying, yeah, absolutely. Just tell me when and I'm going to make it happen. Um, sometimes that's the hardest thing is scheduling conflicts, you know, is, is being able to sit down with people. But I want to want to come back. You know, um, you know, you talk about the intro and how it sent goosebumps. Do you remember the first time you heard the Ranger Creed? Yeah,
1: I do. I do. I I mean, so I have a couple of different memories about the Ranger Creed. I remember before Ranger School I was in I O B C, reciting it in the shower every morning so that I would make sure that I could get it right when I went to the went to school. Okay. Um, and then, but. My my greatest story about the the creed is actually as a P like the first time I heard it in regiment. Okay, I was doing uh, I was doing we were doing officer PT. Uh, General Ferder was the he was the battalion commander. It was the third Ranger battalion, and we went out there on the field. It was before you know whatever six o'clock or six thirty, whenever the flag went up, and we. We're saying the creed. And then in the middle of the creed, you know, the cannon goes off and the 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 trumpet plays. And we continue to say the creed. We didn't stop the creed to go salute the flag. And, you know, you can think people can think whatever they want about that. Um, the good and the bad. Here, Here's what I take away from it is the power that that organization has. Because of the people who were loyal to it, because the because the regiment has loyalty, because the regiment is loyal to its people, they, they they absolutely take care of us in every single way, shape, or form. They have amazing leaders that are looking out for us at all the time. So I, it was it was I was awed at the moment, and I was struggling with, well, is this the right thing? Is this like some sort of cult of personality? Is this like, what, <laughs> like yeah. But as I reflect on it, I'm like, wow, just I can I can respect and appreciate the power of the creed because it ties us all together. It's what unites us. And, you know, as I look at it, as we look today, where, you know, so many people have different relationships with the flag of the United States. Yeah. um, You know, that creed and what it says and how it it sets our expectations for our culture is really powerful and it's a bond that I think is so important and quite honestly, what sets us apart from most organizations.
0: I agree. I agree. You know, and we could argue some protocol things there, but we won't, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying it was the right thing or the wrong thing. Yeah.
1: I'm saying that if you don't see that, if I can see the beauty in it, I mean, yeah. I can see the danger in it as well. But yeah. I see. That, but I choose to look at the beauty of it and appreciate, yeah, it, and appreciate the power that it oh. had over yep. over a group of young men. Um, and as I think about that formation, um, there were five guys who are still who are high ranking general officers right now in that formation.
0: See, that's what's always amazing when we look back on formations is just how many of you know went to you know higher levels within the military. Um, but, you know, I would say, you know, you can't stop the ranger crude when you start. You know, it's kind of like urinating. You know, you can't stop. Right? <laughs> when you older, it gets harder to do that. Yeah, that is a fact. That is a fact. So, you know, you, you're going. You got to finish it. I agree. I'm sure there are probably countless times we did that over at uh, Fort Lewis as well. But we could never hear the cannon from where we were. So we didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing that story. And, you know, it's going to be the, the bulk of kind of the narrative, you know, we, we do through this episode, as I was kind of telling you before, you know, one thing I've always appreciated about you is, is, you know, the organization that you kind of have behind your reflection of your time, you know, and that story is just a, um, of a snapshot of that, you know, the, you know, most people would be like, yeah, we just, we blew off the, you know, the, the morning Reveille to, you know, say the Ranger Creed. And then that would be the end of it. But you're actually, you know, you talk about the feeling and everything else and, you know, the conflict that was, you know, existing internally. And, uh, you know, that's a, just shows, you know, kind of a depth, you know, depth of thought. And I've always appreciated that about you and a lot of the writing that you do and other things that you do as well. So, i'm excited to have this conversation but you know if we could start at the beginning you know what was kind of your draw to the military and you know how'd you find yourself in ranger regiment
1: um so my draw to the military was uh you know i i'd come out of a really bad situation and and kind of because of my my father and my stepmother was able to uh you know get into college and and uh, do well in college and and come from really something that was that was less than ideal, which is a separate story in itself. And I felt I owed the country back. I, I, like I didn't think that I could go from basically being homeless and couch surfing to being, you know, a college graduate uh, from from a good from a good school um, I, I just felt like I had a tremendous opportunity, And there had to be some sort of again, you know, thinking I'm a 20 something year old kid. um, uh, There had to be some sort of. uh, Repayment, you know, so I thought this was that was the way to do it. Um, Once I got in, you know. I wanted to be. You know, it was uh, so what drew me to the Ranger Regiment was certainly ego. Right. I, I started in the 82nd. And I heard about the the Rangers and I was like, OK, I want to go there. That's that's th- those are the best guys. Yeah, I want to go to the best guys. That's and that was it. Um, So then I fought to get to the to the regiment. And um it was more than I ever imagined because I was surrounded. You know, you're you can be the great PL in the 82nd Airborne Division. And I was a very mediocre PL, maybe even less than mediocre, depending on who you talk to. <laughs> uh, and uh you know again I had I had amazing NCOs. like Adam Nash was one of my team leaders right Sergeant Bordeaux was a squad leader you know Jesse Andert was my platoon sergeant I mean I, I had nothing but studs surrounding me Right um, and then like the weapons platoon sergeant was you know Craig Owens and uh, everybody was awesome and I could do nothing but and again I think as, as I get older, I, I I wonder, could I have made more out of that time to learn more? I think what I was really focused on was, how do I make sure that I don't let these guys down? How do I not screw up? Um, that was probably not the best way to go into things. Uh, in fact, I know it wasn't. But I think at that young age and being surrounded by, and here are the other, like right Steve Gilland is one of the, you know, staff captains. And yeah. I, you know, Eiffler is one of the stand cap, you know, staff captains and Pat work is one of my fellow PLs. And like, I mean, you just look around and you're just like, oh, OK, I got to I got to try to figure out, like, how do I keep up with the intelligence, the, you know, warrior acumen, the like, how do you do this? And, yeah. you know, and I think, you know, Reese um, yeah. you know, he's and, OK. <laughs> <laughs> and being able to like, just, just, you know, figure it out. Um, so, so to me, that's what, that's what kept me there. Right. I basically had a call from branch that said, you either got to go to the advanced course or you're getting out. Um, and so I reluctantly went to the advanced course after like all my peers had already left because right. it just, Oh, you know, Mike Foster, another, I know you've, you've interviewed Mike. Um, yeah. Another one who I worked for, and you just sat there and and I was like, every day, I got to be honest with you, I wasn't comfortable any day in 3rd Ranger Battalion. Every day I was thinking about, okay, how am I going to be able to not embarrass myself and, and be good?
0: This was an excerpt of the Legends of the 75th podcast. If you want to listen to the entire episode, go to the show notes and sign up for exclusive membership. Why are we charging? Some of the guests want to know that their stories have a level of protection and can share freely without it being available to the general public. To produce a professional product, it costs money. Your subscription helps us ensure we keep it to the level of what's expected from this elite organization. The podcast is the first phase. We plan to add videos, apparel, Ranger history blog, and more episodes each month. So as legends grows, you will get more bang for your buck. We don't want to interrupt or muddle episodes with sponsorship clips or ads. Your support is much appreciated. We look forward to building this exclusive group with your support. Rangers lead the way.